And now back to your regular programming. You've never heard less productive analysis. Heard nationally, it's the Believe in FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. We're back here on the Believe in FCS Football Podcast. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. We have the FCS football bracket out. We've already reacted to it, but we're going to talk about it even more today. We will be predicting how we think the bracket will play out. Our next episode in a two-parter, we're going to do a full round one preview. Not a lot of expectations for those teams to get out of that, that second round once they win this week. But nonetheless, so much to talk about. Sean, how are we doing today? You look tired. Uh, I am chilling. I, people wonder why I have the my headphones one on, one off, and why I put them over a hat or a, or a sweatshirt hood. And it's strictly because my co-host doesn't know how to not scream into a microphone and blow uh, my eardrums out. So after doing enough shows with him, uh, uh, I have decided to take matters into my own hands uh, and, and have a course correction and say, you know what? I don't need to hear myself that much, but I need to make sure that I don't have this doofus screaming uh, and, and rattling my brain up. Well, I'm sorry that I'm the only one who has energy, so I have to bring double How do energy. I not have energy? <laughs> I, I, Colin, please... Pull the screenshot of Sean very begrudgedly staring into the camera. Just I am begrudgedly staring because I do not agree with this bracket that I'm looking at. So I want to get to that, Sean, and I want to get to your thoughts on the bracket because we didn't get to hear from you uh, on the instant bracket reaction. Yes, the true voice of the FCS hasn't spoken yet. Ha ha ha. Um, Sean, before we get to that, though, can you just share with our listeners a word from Bet Online? Yeah, I'm the smartest in the room, deservedly so, because uh, last night, Joe, during Sunday Night Football, were you watching the game? It's okay if you were not. I was watching the game, and I live bet the Chiefs minus three and a half, and I was very upset that they only won by three. What time did you live bet them? It was midway through the second quarter where it was plus uh, odds for them to hit and they were down. They were down. Sure, so it was play. Sure. The Chargers were about to score. So I was like, "Oh, I'm going to take this right now." You know, this is this is this this line's going to work in my favor, and it did not. Yeah. Well, at Bet Online, I decided to uh, place a, a wager uh, with a minute forty six seconds left for Chiefs to win the game, uh, because I was getting plus odds. I was getting plus one fifty eight, mm-hmm. and uh, why wouldn't I? Because Patrick Mahomes is going to go down and score a touchdown. Because that's what he's going to do. And it was a smart play. I won some money. I had a very good game uh, a day. I've had I've had five game. I yeah, a game and day. I, I mixed it. It's that's what it was. I had a very good day of betting two days. I think I'm on a five and oh hot streak. Oh. Just kind of rolling here, getting ready to not bet any goddamn soccer. Uh, everyone, are you going out to, to watch the game at two today? No, no. I'm not. Is that when the game is? Yeah. Two? I got stuff to do. I didn't have a meeting. Although I think I think Braun canceled the meeting. I don't meaning I, that we have. I'm not I'm not gonna watch this game. Yeah, uh, but an regardless. excuse not to work is always well, actually it's not an excuse. It's it's like a reason to never mind. Go ahead. Continue it's not even a reason. I I what Drink regardless. On Monday? 
Head to betonline.ag uh, and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. If you're a soccer fan and you like tying the scarf around your neck and you like chanting and you like yelling and singing stupid, lame songs, uh, I sound a little familiar to college football, but still, if you're a big <laughs> soccer fan, uh, 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 go ahead, place a wager down on the U.S. I believe they're playing Iran today. Uh, oh, yeah. Betonline, where the game starts. All right, Sean. Bracket time, and also if you want to bet on the bracket, there's there's FCS lines on uh, Bet Online. So if you want to go and bet on those games, you want to have some fun this weekend because your team didn't make the bracket, like our team didn't make the bracket, which is bullshit. But UNH did, and they haven't beaten anybody except you or I because of a false call at the end of the game. Uh, then it'll make it a little more fun for you. Um, Sean, your thoughts on the bracket, though? I want to get to some of your just takeaways. Yeah, a little, uh, a little irritated, a little irritated to see a four and four Montana team make it. I, I don't have beef with Montana, but you're four and four, and maybe another four and four team by the name of Delaware made the bracket. Yeah, and they. Oh, oh, okay. So William Mary seven and one, New Hampshire seven and one, Richmond six and two, Rhode Island five and three. If we're letting five in from the uh, CAA, huh, look at that five right there, five and three in conference. Oh, why don't we do that? Uh, but not put Rhode Island in there and put a four and four Delaware team in there. It's a great question. I was Let's when I was that. doing these when I was doing these notes. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wait a minute, how did? How did Delaware get in? Because I spent the whole reaction screaming about Montana and Montana State getting screwed with their placement. I, I, I can't tell me why they should be four. They're brand bias. There Money. shouldn't be. There shouldn't be a stronger brand in the in the in the FCS than Montana State right now. There isn't. I, I South Dakota State, North Dakota State. Congratulations, you had some good times. Right now, it's Montana State's time. They're running the ball hard. They just had game day there, and they won on game day, which is a big whoop. They had a great environment. That's a strong brand, the strongest that we have right now. As much as it it it, it, it might pain sting you to admit it, that is a strong brand. And North Dakota State's been sleepy this year. I'll, I'm going to say it. They've been sleepy. They win their games. They do their thing. But they've been sleepy. The stupidest thing, too, for a team that doesn't win their conference to be ranked ahead of a team that did win their conference. And again, the, like recency bias is always a thing. But for some reason, it doesn't factor into the fact that Montana State, again, whooped Montana. And that was where my frustration came from. There was a lot of uh, apologizing and, and uh, goalpost moving in, by some Montana people I saw on Twitter, which is really goddamn stupid. And the, and the whole rationale of why they were picked doesn't even make any sense. Um, nonetheless, I, I can't stand the fact that Montana State got screwed and Montana got the benefit after Montana was embarrassed on a national stage. Dude, I'm looking at this. I'm getting. I'm starting to get actually pissed off here. I'm looking at this this Delaware team and their schedule. I think it's because they beat Navy early in the season. That has to be it because they lost by set six to William and Mary. Rhode yeah. Island lost by one. They uh they they lost to Elon by twenty points. Rhode Island beat Elon, uh, and then they just lost to Richmond and they just lost to Villanova. They lost to Villanova right. in their last game, and they made the playoffs. That's one of those things where I, I'm irate about it. And they I, are 
they're clearly riding off of that that Navy win. That's that's all that is. They haven't beaten anybody else. It was purely off of the Navy win is why that they made the the, the bracket. And they beat and, Rhode Island. So then I'm sure that they came to I'm this debate sure. like, well, should we put them in over Rhode Island even though they beat Rhode Island? And I, I know the listeners going to be like, oh, look at this bias, the homer bias. My team got left out and you guys don't know anything about it. And, you know, they my team got screwed. This, 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 and this. Fair. Fair. Well, Do your own podcast then. But, Do your own podcast then, because I'm I'm, I'm pissed. I, I I'm going yeah. I'm going to be pissed about this. And, and if listeners are happy or upset about it, it doesn't matter. I'm not I'm not playing for the team anymore. I'm not trying to act like there's no bias anymore. I'm pissed that Rhode Island didn't make the playoffs after the season they had, after the the talent that they have to actually win a playoff game and move on to the second round. They have a capable quarterback. They have a strong O line and a defense that flies around. Go screw. How many other – this isn't some sleepwalking team in the NEC. This isn't some, some garbage Patriot League team or some uh, – uh, okay, we got listeners all over the place, but you know your conferences. You know what yeah. conference you're in, and you know that, it, that it's it's not what it should be. Well, the thing Watch is, though – Jerk-offs. I'm, re- Sean, I'm ready to hear from them. Sean, but the thing is, though, I don't think anyone's upset – at that rationale because everyone I think can sit here and agree the four teams that were screwed and that didn't get in and Montana made it in over them was Rhode Island, Chattanooga, Austin P and Florida A&M. They're in the grouping. They're in the grouping. And I, it just depends if you want to argue who is the more deserving of that grouping. I think we would all agree that it's Rhode Island. You and I, I don't think our listeners might necessarily agree with that statement, but to the point, I don't think anyone here is upset at your decision to, focus and hyper focus on Rhode Island because I mean I even did it when I did my reaction you could make a, call, a claim for Chattanooga and that they played some really tough teams they played hard all year you could make a claim about that you could make a pl- claim about Florida A&M rallying after a shaky ass start and and to go I, what were they nine and one on the season they mm-hmm. uh, they had a, a good year after after a start where they're fighting with their own administration to get eligibility for their own players based on malpractice within their own system and they still rallied and had a good year. And I'm looking at some of these teams. A four and four team shouldn't ever be in the playoffs. It shouldn't ever. You should not have a 500 team unless they're an outright division winner, conference yeah. winner. How it doesn't make sense. I understand the NFL. Sometimes you'll have a seven and nine team. You'll have the 2005 Seahawks. You'll have the the the, the Washington football team in 2020, whatever the hell 2019, whatever year that was. I understand. There's bad divisions. You let the division winner go in there. Other than that, with 24 teams, you don't have 24 teams that aren't above 500. Of course you do. Well, the the stupid l- rationale that was put out there and, and some, I don't know, reporter or something. I don't know who the heck the guy was, but I saw that he was tweeting the the, the descriptive rationale for the committee and why they put their was argument. It was Lucas that Mon- Sem? Was that it? I think it might have been that guy. And I, I don't know who that guy is. And I, I follow I, him, I think. I, I'm you? not sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not going to go. I'm not going to go check who it was or what he on. is. But apparently, part of the rationale was that Montana is was considered to be one of the was considered to be more competitive than any of the bubble teams, which I completely disagree. They were embarrassing, oh. embarrassingly bad against all of the good teams that they played. The Big Sky is a good conference, but it is not significantly far and above all the other conferences. Oh, he's a Montana Grizz beat writer. So if you okay. saw that from him, maybe there's some, maybe there's a, a, a something getting pushed. It is what it is. Sean, I want to talk about this this bracket, though, in terms of predicting how we think it's going to shape out. You know, sure. 
the nonsense is what it is, but we now have to be predictive of that nonsense. So, Sean, I want to start with the quarterfinals. Folks, if you don't have the bracket in front of you, uh, go find it. Uh, I'm not going to read the bracket for you. You can play along with your uh, with your color in uh, bracket and and hit up Jamie Williams. <laughs> He'll send it to you. Yeah, hit, hit up Jamie. Everyone at Jamie Williams and ask him for the bracket. Or Colin, he'll be our, he'll be our, our bracket surrogate. Him and Colin <laughs> will be our bra- bracket surrogates. Okay. All right. Uh, quarterfinal. Fuck, I can't talk. Quarterfinal. <laughs> Quarterfinals, Sean. Uh-huh. We've got a lot of great matchups that are going to happen before leading up to this. How do you see that? Uh, I should probably wait. I need to pull up the bracket. Actually, I'm yeah, yeah. Are you gonna I'm put it? To... Are you gonna put it on the screen? Or are you just gonna put it on the on your on your own? I'm just gonna pull it up on my own. Sure. Should Should I pull it up on the screen? I mean, it would it help? I mean, if it we were did... both looking at it at the same. I wrote down what I wrote down, but if yeah, I wrote down. I I wrote it down. Like... I wrote it down too, and I I think yeah. it just it's useless for the audio listeners. So uh, sure. You know what? Fine, fine. We're gonna we're gonna share screen. This is. Well, I just I'm just saying. If we both look at it, then we slap dick radio it. over here. Oh, um, we love it. That's what we do. Okay. All right. I have the I have the bracket pulled up for this first region, Sean. Who do you believe is going to compete in the quarterfinals for that South Dakota State region? Yeah, South Dakota State region. I think. It's going to be South Dakota State in the four, uh, quarterfinals versus Fordham. I think Fordham takes down UNA. Really? They've been lucky as shit all year. They've been so lucky and they've been skating by and good for them for skating by. That's what you're supposed to do. You win games, you get make the playoffs. Congratulations. Fordham versus South Dakota State. Fordham beats Holy Cross because it's Holy Cross. I think St. Francis oh. beats Delaware. And then we uh we move on. We have a good we have a good quarterfinal matchup between South Dakota State and Fordham. Uh, I obviously agree on South Dakota State. They have very easy matchup for whoever they play between Delaware and St. Francis. But I disagree slightly because as lucky as UNH has been, I think that there is a slight minor talent gap between UNH and Fordham because UNH's defense stinks. It's terrible. And I also don't believe they have the athletes to block Josiah Silver and the remaining really talented defenders that they have on that front seven. So I'm taking UNH there and I have a a firm belief that UNH, if they're good enough to beat Fordham, they are certainly good enough to beat Holy Cross because the only difference between Holy Cross and Fordham was a couple points in overtime. So yeah. uh, I'm going to to lean with, with UNH in that one. So UNH versus South Dakota State. If we are moving down this bracket, Sean, on the other side, in the Montana State region, I wish these... Why, why aren't these regions named? should be labeled. God, this is just so fucking lazy. It's so fucking lazy that there aren't like hard to call one north, one south, one east, one west. Don't care where it's located or one, two, three and four A, B, C and D to have a little fun. Just a little, just anything. Sean, what do you what do you think for this this bottom region uh, in the Montana? We're going to call it the Montana. It's not even technically a region bracket, whatever the hell we're going to call it. I'm going to call it a region. Montana yeah. State region, who do you think makes it? It's going to be William Mary versus Montana State. Eastern Kentucky, Gardner-Webb is going to be a, a, Oh, Jesus, Gardner-Webb made it. Uh, Eastern Kentucky is going to be Gardner-Webb. William Mary will beat Eastern Kentucky. Uh, Montana State will beat the winner of Weber State, North Dakota. And then it'll be William Mary versus North, uh, Montana State in a very fun game. That game is going to be so much fun, or it's going to be the most boring game of all time. So like I'm rooting, seven to three. Yeah, I'm rooting for the uh, the former 
so let's uh, let, let's get that one going. I'm ready for that game on December third. Or yeah, no, no, it would be after that. Yeah, there is there a date written on there? I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it. No, it would be after no, December third. It's the yeah. it's the fall. Fo- it's the following yeah, week. I'm a goofball. Sean, this one, I I agree with you completely, wholeheartedly. As much as I think Weber State could stun Montana State, I think Montana State has a ton of momentum and they're justifiably very pissed off. And if you're a pissed off, motivated football team and you think that the world is against you, that is enough momentum after dominating your uh, your biggest rival, again, on a national setting with college game day there. They've got a lot of juice right now. They've got everything working in their favor. And I know as as fun as William and Mary is, and as good as they've been in the CAA, that is going to be a buzz saw that you're running into a pissed off Montana State team. So uh, that is going to be the, my likely matchup there. I don't, I don't think William and Mary has much of a much of a test. Yeah, in that first part of the games. Obviously, that South Dakota State region is the easiest given the one seed. This this Montana State region is no cakewalk because you might have to play Weber State again. That was close. Then you have to play William Mary, probably the best team in the CAA this year. That Sac State region is no joke, though, because they would likely have to play Incarnate Word. I just can't. I just don't understand why they're not three. That North Dakota State region, but yeah. easy. I, I mean, real easy. Yes, for the, for not no, go ahead, easy, go ahead, sorry. easy, but but for the playoffs in the scale up for the playoff competition that's that's what i mean easy easier rather but well, yeah it, montana state being four is an atrocity out of any of the regions it is the easiest i think we can all sit here and agree that this is the easiest in terms of general competition is the easiest portion of the bracket for uh, for who the north dakota state one yeah that one's uh yeah uh if you had to pick who you think is going to come out of this one and play in the quarterfinal who do you think it's going to be of the north dakota state one Yes, uh, it'll be North Dakota State because they'll either have to play Semo, who I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, One got fucking the bid coin on flip. a coin flip, a fucking coin flip. The sickos, man, They're, they cover everything. I, I'm, I'm thankful for the sickos committee. Well, wait, did you I, I see? Like them. Did you see the coin flip? What they I did. they did it in like a break room and with the grainiest camera footage with two. It could have been heads or it could have been tails. I couldn't tell. Uh, <laughs> wait. Where was the creativity? You got one. You got one social media kid or something that you could have said like, "Hey, we're gonna do the flip and we're gonna send you the video. Can you just throw a couple overlays on this? Maybe some funny music. Like everyone's laughing at us. We might as well they, play into the joke." And it was. T- I was actually debating cutting it and making something funny, but the footage was so fucking bad. I was like, "I'm not touching this." The recording looked like it was on the first Samsung Galaxy Note ever, which had. <laughs> that's what it looked like. All right now, the Galaxy Note two and everything else past that. It was in the maybe an iPhone three was recording that uh, that video. Uh, obviously, production value. Sean over here uh, doesn't have a lot to to to, to, to speak about, but um, yeah, uh, North Dakota State is going to beat Montana and or Semo, and then they're going to face Samford, who has to either play Idaho, sneaky not bad Idaho team. That's what uh, I've been saying. Really, really could be if we're looking at a, a not a Cinderella story, but. Idaho versus Samford could be closer than I don't know. We all expect they're going to be uh, Sela, and then it'll be Samford versus North Dakota State in the quarters. Yeah. Uh, first of all, don't give a shit who wins Montana Semo. Literally, no, I, could I don't give, care either. Give less of a shit. And I'm going to say this in the first round uh, prediction show that we're going to do after this taping. It's going to be released around the same time. 
Again, literally don't care who wins this football game. If neither team shows up or even plays the football game, I could care less. Um, it means nothing for me for the outcome of the entirety of the bracket. The least justified teams to make it. Not because SEMO uh, deserved it because they were good, but the fact that they won in the fashion that they did is kind of embarrassing. Mm. Nonetheless, I agree with you on Idaho being a little bit of a sleeper. I love Coach Eck and the way that he's turned around this program and they got that big win against Montana. And I, as good as Sanford has been this year, I am always going to put a lot more value in these big sky teams. So mm. I actually think this is going to be an upset here. I think that that is going to be like our one unseeded team to make it to the quarterfinals is going to be Idaho if it is going to be one. Well, I had Fordham going into the or never yeah. mind. But regardless, uh, yeah, it, Samford though. Every time we we have said anything about them, they've proved us wrong. So it's it's very tough to pick against them for me, just from that rationale. All right, Sean. Last region here before we move on to our semifinal prediction. How do you think the Sac State region will shape up? Yeah, Sac State is going to have a challenge with Richmond after they beat Davidson. Davidson, never mind. Just yeah, I got to get past. I just got to grow up and get we, past it. We will. will we I will promise. talk about it on the preview show. The prediction I, show. I promise I'll get past it. Uh, but Richmond uh, versus Sac State. Sac State beats them, and then Incarnate Word versus Elon or Furman. Incarnate Word. Could fall to either of those, but I don't think they do. Uh, so it'll be Sac State versus Incarnate Word in the quarters. And that'll be uh, an awesome time for the Incarnate Word fans to to pop back up in the mentions and, and say, ha ha, look at, look at us. We're ranked seven. You said we wouldn't be a top 25 team this year. Sean, you were wrong. I was. I mean, I'm bought into the, the Incarnate Word hype train and the Lindsey Scott hype train. I, they've been so fun to watch this entire season. So, mm -hmm. shit, I think that they're going to go on a little bit of a run here. They're going to play up, up against Sacramento State uh, in the quarterfinal. Uh, again, this is another one of those regions that's on the easier side. I, I think Furman's honestly a little overhyped uh, if we're just being – I've said it before and I'm going to yeah. say it again. The SoCon is okay. It's an okay conference. I mean, good for them that they made it, but they're not beating Incarnate Word. They're just sure. not. They're not. All right. Let's move on to talking about the semifinal, Sean. Uh, is there a to, or I'm going to close this tab because it's just going to be a bunch of blank spaces while we're talking. Sean, for the semifinal, how do you foresee your matchups that you anticipated shaping up? Who do you think is going to be playing in the semifinal? God, I wish there was just like a... <sighs> They should do it like a March Madness where you could just pick your guy and move it and see it. But uh semifinals. You're gonna do it you're handwritten the old fashioned way, like it's yeah, the 1960s. I know. I know. I'm going with South Dakota State versus Montana State in the semis. That's gonna be an insane game. Uh I, I mean must see TV in that. Uh South Dakota State beats Fordham, and I believe that Montana State will edge out William and Mary uh in that one. But it, it's going to I mean this is what we get within the FCS, man. Eventually, the best teams are going to make it down to the. What, what are you yeah. giggling at? Well, I didn't even realize that we picked literally the same exact semifinal. The 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 hilarious. You're making yeah. a really good point. Go ahead, continue your point. My giggling completely cut you off. Well, yeah, no, we're going to end up seeing the best teams. That's what we're going to see uh, because the FCS does not play around. The cream of the crop always rises to the top. It, it just always rises. You don't. If it was Sam Houston, Sam Houston was rising to the top. That's how it was. You're not stopping them that year. You're not stopping North Dakota State when they're on their tear. All right. So when it when it starts rising, this is who you're going to see in the semis, and it's 
always going to be like that. It's so tough to beat these top teams in the FCS if you're a, a Cinderella hopeful or something like that. It's not college basketball. Mm-hmm. It, you're not going to get some some Lehigh team doing what this and that. You're not going to get a crazy ass VCU Final Four run. It's it's college football. All right, they're gonna. This is where the the boys become men. This is when the men stand out and they say, "All right, we drop your nuts." It's it, it, that's this is the time. I believe that there could be an upset. And there's probably going to be one that makes it to the semifinal, but sure. If we are realistically predicting based on what we've seen this season, I think the most likely outcome is what we're talking about here, which is we're both predicting South Dakota state versus Montana state, North Dakota state versus Sac state. These are the four best teams in the country right now. Maybe if anyone gets knocked off, it's going to be Montana state because of the, the bloodbath of a region that they have to compete in. But the rest are very, very likely to come out as the victors in their grouping. Yeah, the chalk is boring, but I mean, really, if I was going to pick the upsets to make it there, uh, just based on the rankings, Incarnate Word could be there, William and Mary could be there. If I'm if I'm going to say these are the two teams that I think that could slip in, those are the two, uh, as, and that's five rank and seven rank. So it's, we're st- I'm still not even getting outside the top ten pick. Uh, but I understand the chalk is not entertaining. You want someone up here yelling about a uh, 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 Furman make the long the long haul run to the finals. I get it. All right, it, it would all be fun. We would love to do that radio right now. Realistically, uh, it, that's what I predict being in the semis. So after that, you and I have a complete divergence on opinion. So I believe Sean in the finals. We are going to have a South Dakota State versus Sacramento State again. Not very fun. That's not very entertaining. Oh, wow. You predicted one versus two. Yeah, fucking sue me. Uh, They're the two best teams in the country right now. Some (laughs) might have argued that Sacramento State should have been the number one seeding in the country because they got an FBS win. They won their conference. They won a lot of close games. They deserve to be where they are. And they're one of the most well-rounded teams and I think, again, a sleepy North Dakota State team, as you described them, has underwhelmed at times in some of their bigger games. And they've you know, they've won out. They've won out since that, since that South Dakota State loss and the Arizona loss. But in the games where they've kind of shown up a little flat, there's been issues. So if they show up a little flat against Sacramento State, they're not winning that football game. Sacramento State's been fantastic this season. They face off with... Um, South Dakota State. I don't know why that like that always trips me up saying Sacramento, South Dakota State. Too many S's. Sean, your thoughts on who who's going to play in the final? I think it's going to be Montana State versus Sacramento State. I think that uh, I have Sacramento State beating uh, North Dakota State and Montana State upsetting South Dakota State. I just do. I, I think that they are flying right now. They are white hot. This Montana State team is. They are. Uh, they have too much momentum. They have too much confidence. And, and I know, I know the boys are going to be upset by this. Be happy you made the finals, or, or, or be happy you made the the semi, whatever the whatever the hell it is. All right, it's been a good year. I think Montana State is the team to beat right now. That you just can't stop them on offense, and their defense is suffocating. So I have, uh, I have that as the uh, the championship, and I have Montana State winning it all. Ah. So I disagree. I think that the most talented team in the country this year, far and away, NFL talent, best coached, South Dakota State, and this is going to be the year that they finally get it done. They're going to get the job done, uh, assuming that there isn't some horrible, debilitating injury that just really derails them, which is like the only thing that I see is derailing them. They are a hot team, and they deserve every amount of recognition that they have gotten to this point. And if they play a Sacramento State, 
they're the more talented roster. Again, the most NFL guys on any roster in the country is South Dakota State. It is rare to see a team this talented, and they are, again, without a doubt, going to win the national championship in my eyes. Okay. I mean, that's your pick. That's your pick. What do you want to put on it? Um, I don't know. What do you want to put on it? What do you want to put on it? I asked you what you want to put on it. I'm not good at doing bets. Doing bets. Yeah. I'm not you're, not good at, you're not good at speaking words either. Whatever. I have to show up. All right. God. At Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio. Uh, we're going to be doing a full first round prediction coming up soon. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. You don't miss out. Turn on that notification bell. We are going to be yelling and clamoring about the bracket for the, rem- blah, 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 the remainder of the FC football playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go have a stroke now. Everyone has a wonderful <laughs> rest of your weekend. Uh, and don't get too upset over the games because you will surely be disappointed. Drive safe, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.